turn in your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 13, and then um, hold your, <clears throat> that'll be where we'll start. We'll read a portion of scripture there, and then we'll read in 1 John chapter 5. Got a pretty long outline, and I'm not going to, um, I'd laughed with somebody during, <clears throat> before the message, and um, a merry heart does good like a medicine. And I was going to put a smile, and then I was going to start doing a bunch of uh, jokes and just doing improv and dismiss you. And then tell you that I didn't get my notes from Kim for tonight, and um, we'll go from there. But uh, uh, <clears throat> it's uh, testimonies are good, um, and uh, being able to testify of God's goodness and uh, what I'm. Jimmy preached on it last week, and I was trying to remember and. Uh, forgive me if my memory fails me on this, but when Brother Strange was preaching um, before each message, he said, there's three things I want to tell you about the Lord. The Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. And if you don't know where that comes from, that comes from Psalm 100, verse 6. And uh, if you remember, a year and a half ago, or a little over a year ago, our our uh, motto for the year was Psalm 100. And uh, it's good when you can remember things. And uh, God uh, brings people <clears throat> across your path. He brings things across your life that uh, you don't forget. And uh, I don't like uh, uh, the forgetfulness that comes with age. Uh, and it comes with it. Um, I don't like some of the things that go along with it. But as I read uh, um, in Hebrews chapter, I'll let you stay seated tonight because you've been up and down uh, about 50 times. But Hebrews 13, uh, verse 7, it says, Remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, consider, considering the end of their conversation. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today, and forever be not carried away with divers and strange doctrines for it is a good thing that the heart be established with grace not with meats which have not profited them that have been occupied therein you look over in first john chapter 5 verse 13 should be a very familiar portion of scripture to you the bible says these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. Father, we love you tonight. We thank you for your word. We thank you that you're unchanging. We thank you that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. God, we thank you for your word that's unchanging. And God, uh, the word that we stand upon tonight that we put our faith in. I pray that you'd help me as I speak this evening. Just help me to encourage those that are here. And God, may we grow closer to you through it. We love you. It's in Jesus' name I make my prayer. Amen. You know, salvation, as we look at it, uh, Brother Dan uh, used to read this verse. I think that was probably his favorite verse that uh, he would read when he would get up here and speak. Uh, Dan and Hazel... Uh, and I know Dan 
uh, <clears throat> mentioned it many times, but our salvation is not a hope so salvation. It's not a maybe so salvation. It's not a wish so, but we know that we're saved tonight. And uh, I know that I'm saved tonight beyond a shadow of a doubt by what this book says tonight. And if you could have it and not know it, you could lose it and then you wouldn't miss it. If you have it, you ought to know it tonight. You ought to know that you're saved tonight. If you're saved, you ought to know that without, there ought to be, there ought to be certainty in your life that you're saved. And if you do have it, you can't lose it. Uh, it's, uh, it's something that you can't lose. And, uh, I lose my keys all the time. I lose my glasses all the time. I lose my wallet. I lose those things all the time. I'm always asking Kim where those things are at. I don't have to worry about my salvation tonight because I put my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ is the same today as he was yesterday. And he'll be the same tomorrow. It'll be the same tomorrow. If God allows me tomorrow, I'll be saved tomorrow as well. And we need assurance of that salvation right now in the time that we live in. Uh, you know, uh, a Christian should be an exclamation point about salvation standing upright. He shouldn't be like a question mark all bent over and duped over on his knees worried about if he's saved or not. We ought to uh, 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 have an assurance about that. And you know, to know that we're saved tonight, two things are necessary to know that uh, uh, we're saved. We need to know what God said about being saved, and then we need to do what God said to do to be saved. Jimmy preached on that last week, I think, uh, uh, <clears throat> about the, the simplicity and uh, just being simple in the things that are there, and uh, uh, doctrines are important, and I think as we read there in the book of Hebrews, those things that men have taught us that we ought to uh, uh, continue in those doctrines that we've been taught. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm glad that the, there's simplicity in the Bible when I go to talk to somebody. I don't have to worry about the Bible changing. I don't have to worry about what God has said changing from day to day or year to year. When I give the gospel to somebody or I witness to somebody or I tell somebody about the love of God, uh, <clears throat> that Bible is unchanged from what it was yesterday, today, and what it'll be tomorrow. I can give them the same thing. So salvation tonight, what is salvation to you? What is your salvation to you uh, and, and what you uh, think of it? What does being saved mean to you tonight? Well, I can tell you there's a few things. that salva Salvation is a personal relationship with God that brings some things. Just like a husband and a wife have a personal relationship one with another, uh, <clears throat> we have a personal relationship with our Heavenly Father. And salvation tonight, one of the things that it brings is pardon. Uh, Jesus Christ pardoned me tonight. I'm, we're justified through what Jesus Christ has done. Our sins are buried in the grave of God's forgetfulness and what uh, uh, we've done. I thank God tonight that he's pardoned my sin, that my sins are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ tonight. And, and, and that message is simplistic. It's been the same for uh, times past. These things are written unto you that you may know. God pinned them down. They don't change. And uh, uh, we see that God has pardoned us. And we look and we read about all the people that he pardoned throughout the Bible. And I'm thankful tonight that God pardoned me and he continues to pardon me. 
uh, as I walk this walk. Uh, salvation is a personal relationship with God that brings me some peace. I'm thankful tonight for the peace that I have among all the turmoil that's going on in the world tonight. There's turmoil all around us, but I can have some peace uh, with God. It says in Romans 5.1, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. I have peace through God tonight. I don't have peace through what the world can give me. I have peace through what Jesus Christ has given me in the written word of God, in his communication with me, in the Holy Spirit bearing witness with me, knowing that uh, these things uh, will soon come to pass. Jesus made peace by what? The blood of the cross. Our warfare against God is canceled out. You know before you were saved tonight, you were in a warfare against God. And that warfare, you were, you were fighting God. And uh, uh, Colossians 1.20 says, having made peace through the blood of his cross. And we made peace when we got saved tonight. Salvation brought me peace with God tonight. I'm not in a war against God. I'm in a war against the devil and his angels and the things that are there. We heard a message about that this morning, about the spirits and those things that you fight. You may not believe everything, but I surely believe that we fight spirits. And there are spirits that are evil. There's a guy that walks up my street all the time, and we were talking about it. He, he made mention of that this morning, and Kim leaned over to me. We've got one of those uh, devices that uh, uh, rings that <clears throat> picks up, and you know it's your, your security system. This guy walks by my house all the time. Everybody else that walks by my house, it picks up. This one cat, it don't pick up. And I'm thinking, she looked at me, she said, that guy might be an evil spirit walking by there because he's a homeless guy. And I've tried to make communication with this guy and he won't look at you. He won't talk to you. He mumbles and jumbles and, and things are going on there. And I'm thinking, she might be right. Uh, there might be some truth to what she's saying there. And, uh, 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 but we deal with these things, but I don't have to worry about fighting against God anymore. I made peace with God when I accepted what he did for me on the cross. I don't have to worry about that. I've got to worry about the battle that God wants me to fight against the devil and his angels. And God is the one that helps me fight that battle. God's now your friend. He's your benefactor. He's your father tonight. Uh, he's no longer uh, our, our enemy uh, because of our sin. He made right our sin. And our, our, our sin is under his blood and his blood covers that sin. Thank God for that tonight. And thank God for the peace that I have in him because of that. So salvation is a personal relationship with God that brings that pardon. It brings peace. It also brings some power into your life. You know, we're not alone. God comes into us when we get saved. You know, there's things that I wouldn't have done before uh, and, and, and been bold in some of the things that I've done or I wouldn't have uh, acted the way I've acted and had the power of God upon me to react to certain situations because of God being in me and the Holy Spirit guiding me in the decisions that I make. Uh, Romans 1.16, it says, Not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ because it is the power of God unto what? Salvation. God, you could not have got saved tonight if it had been for the power of God. It's his power that saves you. It's not nothing that you can do. There's no works that we can do uh, to save us. It's by grace through faith that saves us tonight. And thank God it's through his grace, his faith, the things that Jesus Christ has done and nothing that I have done in order to be saved. 
We're thankful to God for that. God didn't just forgive us our sin and leave us. God didn't leave me when I got saved. God set up residency inside me and that Holy Spirit resides in me. You know, we oftentimes think uh, uh, of God, uh, he, he's our savior, but he's not our probationary, you know, uh, a probation officer in our lives that uh, uh, he doesn't say I've forgiven the past. Now it's up to you for the present. It doesn't work that way. God is my Savior, and He saved me, and that's what salvation means to me tonight. Salvation ought to mean something to you. It ought to have a special place in your life tonight. It's, it's, he's written these things. That's why I read that portion of Scripture. Uh, we, we forget this. We get all tied down, but it's the simple things of the Scripture that we don't maintain in our lives and that we don't see. It's the, sa it's the same today as it was yesterday. It'll be the same tomorrow as it is today. God is unchanging, folks. And uh, we, we, we need to uh, uh, preach the simple messages that there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. And that hell is hot tonight. And those that don't love the Lord Jesus Christ and don't believe on what he done, there's a place that they're going to spend an eternity that is a separation from God tonight. And we got a world that don't want to hear that tonight. We have a world that don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear uh, about the Bible and the things that are of the Bible. It's not, salvation is not a new start. You become a new creature. You, you just don't start over. You're, you're, there, there's something that changes inside of you. You become a new person. Your mind changes. Your heart changes. The things that you want to do change within you. Uh, you have a new direction in life. And thank God that salvation brings that personal relationship with God and does that. And then you have a presence uh, that's there as well. Salvation brings the Holy Spirit of God. It comes to live in that saved person. You know, uh, uh, before I was saved, uh, there, uh, the, the devil had residency there. He, he was the one that uh, guided my steps. Uh, he was the one that led in that way. And, and you're, you know, when you get saved, you're never alone. I, I like that fact of, uh, of not being alone. I, I say all the time, and I've said it before, I've got that statement, you are who you are when you're alone. But if you think about it, I'm never alone. I'm never alone. God is always with me. God is with me everywhere I go. The Bible says that he's omniscient. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere that I go. He knows my thoughts. He knows the intents of my heart. He knows the hairs that are on my head. He knows everything that I want to do and, and why I want to do it. And we need to have that right heart tonight. Salvation brings that right heart tonight when you build upon that salvation. John 14, 16 says, I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, and he will abide with you forever. Thank God that God sent the comforter, and he abides with me. When Jesus left off the scene, he said that he had to send them a comforter. He was talking to the disciples there, and he said, when I'm gone, that I, the, and, and, and the people, he said, I will send a comforter. And, and that comforter is the Holy Spirit that resides in us until he comes back. And thank the Lord that he said, once you're saved, he keeps you saved because the Bible says that the Holy Spirit will abide forever. 
You're, you can't lose your salvation. Jesus Christ is with you right now if you're saved. And if you don't have the Holy Spirit that dwells within you, then you need to check that thing out and make sure that you're saved tonight. You need to uh, assure yourself of that salvation. I told my, my Sunday school class this morning, we we're talking about the truth and the eternal security and the things that are there. In John 17, 17, it says, Sanctify them through thy word. Thy word is truth. If you want a surety of your salvation tonight, then what you need to do is bury yourself in this book. God will assure you of your salvation tonight. And, and grow you in that. There's days that I, I wonder, uh, not about my salvation necessarily, but Lord, I don't feel like I'm as close to you as I need to be. I'm not doing what I need to be doing as a Christian. I'm not doing what you want me to do. I'm not where you uh, have called me to be. And when I get those thoughts in my mind where I need to go and what I need to do is number one, get down on my hands and knees and pray to the Lord Jesus Christ and then bury myself in his book and see what God would have for me and let him speak to me through his word. His word is the truth that I need. And you know, salvation perfects us as well. Hebrews twelve twenty three it says, and to, <clears throat> to the spirits of just men, he made perfect. And that doesn't mean that we'll never sin again. Uh, uh, but in God's eyes, we're going to be made perfect one day. I'm going to uh, take up uh, the things and the qualities. I should exemplify the qualities of Jesus Christ in my life today, but God is going to change this body at some point and make it like unto his. Every sin is buried in the grave of God's forgetfulness, but it will never be brought up against us again. But God demands perfection. The precious blood of Jesus Christ provides that perfection. Without the blood of Jesus, we can never hope to go to heaven tonight. Thank God for his blood. I'm glad that we uh, preach the blood and the, the, the blood, and we ought to make much to do of the blood. So how we have these qualities... How are we saved then? You know, the, the, the nature of uh, our human nature says uh, <clears throat> that, uh, you know, how do we get saved? Uh, uh, the flesh wants to tell us that we, we can't be saved. And, and uh, the world wants to tell us that there's many ways to be saved. 1 Thessalonians 5, 23, it says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And he talks about wholly. That means completely. Every part of our being God made us spirit, soul, and body. And uh, we live in this body. We also have a soul that's there as well. Uh, and and that, 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 that soul is our psyche. It's the, uh, uh, the psychology, the psychological, the psychic. Uh, uh, and the soul compromises our personality and uh, you know, our intelligence, our sense of humor. Basically, your soul is the mind, the emotion, and the will that's there. And at the center of all that is our spirit. And uh, the Bible distinguishes between the soul and the spirit. He said our whole spirit, soul, and body in that same verse. And uh, Hebrews 4.12 talks about the word of God is powerful and sharper than in any two-edged sword, dividing asunder the spirit, the soul, the body. And it talks about those things. And both the soul and the spirit are invisible uh, and, and inseparable, but are not the same. Man's spirit is what enables him to worship God tonight. 
Your spirit enables you to worship the Lord. And God is a spirit. And the Bible says that he that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So <clears throat> spirit, uh, bear, his spirit beareth witness with our spirit. Uh, and we're the children of God is what the Bible says in the book of Romans. So <clears throat> we, God made Adam in his body, uh, his healthy body, and he was happy in his soul and holy in his spirit. And with our body, we know the physical world, the world around us. With our soul, we know the psychological, uh, the psychological world and the world around us. With our spirit, we know the spiritual world and the world above us. When your body is right, you're healthy. When your soul is right, you're happy. And when your spirit is right, you're holy. And we need to be holy tonight. And salvation uh, uh, is one of those things that we... Uh, we kind of throw to the side and we, we, uh, we, we say we must be born again and we teach that we must be born again, but we don't, uh, uh, the, the simplicity that's, that's there with it, we don't uh, uh, say a lot about it. So <clears throat> tonight, I, I've, I've got too many notes and I'm not going to go through all these notes tonight. Uh, what is Salvation. Salvation is not prim primarily getting man out of earth into heaven. It's getting God out of heaven into man. And we need to be saved tonight. God moved out because of sin. All have sinned and come short of what? The glory of God. And what does it mean to be saved? The Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost tonight. The Bible says in Acts 16, Believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. I don't know if there's anybody in here, and I don't know why I preached this tonight other than I thought that this is uh, what the, the Lord would have me to preach tonight, salvation. I, I wanted to say that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And these things he's written unto us that we might know that we have eternal life in him. And uh, God is unchanging. And we don't need any change in the message. We don't need any change in the music. We don't need any change in the way that we do things uh, in, in church. And, and, and oftentimes we want to change the way that we've done things over the years. I like the way that we do things. I like the way that the Lord has laid out to do things. There's order to them. There's the way that we ought to do them. And there's the way that we ought to keep doing them. And all these newfangled ways are not for me. And I'm going to stick to the old ways, the way that God has laid them out to do them, and I'm going to follow those. And I'm going to do what God has told me to do there. And I would encourage you tonight that if you're not assured of your salvation, you don't know that you're saved tonight, and you haven't trusted in his word, that you've settled that thing tonight. And, and if you have, and you have some unassurances there, that you get those things right. Get with somebody that can give you some assurances and show you some things in the Bible where you can read and places that you can go that you can assure yourself of, those salva of your salvation. And then get busy. Do something for the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't let your mind wander and be over here, over there, and over there. Get busy doing something for the Lord. If you get focused on somebody else, and we just said it, Jimmy just made it, gave a testimony of it, of how people have, when you get busy doing things for others, it takes your mind off the things that are going on in your life and allows you to focus on others and what the Lord would have you to do. Thank God that he give us salvation tonight. What must I do to be saved? 
You must be born again is what he told, Nic he told Nicodemus. You must be born again. He, the Philippi Paul and the Philippian jailer, what must I do to be born again? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you and your family will be saved. Salvation, it, we, we make much to do about it being hard, but salvation is not hard. Admit, believe, and confess. We've taught our, I taught our kids. I remember when I first taught junior church, and I know that James and Erica, I know that Andy and Danielle, I know a bunch of us, I know Hope and Daryl, uh, <clears throat> some of you others still teach it, but I remember just those little kids. I was like, kids, ABCs, you learn the ABCs. You need to admit, believe, and confess the Lord Jesus Christ. Receive what God has done for you. Even a child can understand uh, salvation. Andrew understood salvation at a, at a young age, and <clears throat> I think he's saved. No, I don't. I know Andrew's saved. I know his heart, and uh, he, gets, he still gets out of line a little bit sometimes, but, uh, uh, <clears throat> but at the end of the day, I know that God changed him, and you can see it. God will change people, and he will change in here. It's, that's where it changes. It, it, the outside will change over a period of time, but where it changes is the inside and the way that they think. God give us the mind of Jesus Christ tonight as we stand to our feet.